This is episode number 92 of the Social Hub podcast, which means you can find all the links and relevant notes for this incredible conversation over at all the W's, the socialhubau.com forward slash 92. You're listening to the Social Hub podcast, a place where we give small brands the skills and know-how to master all their social media, digital and content marketing. I'm your host, Stacey Cranich, mum, champagne drinker, and self-confessed karaoke queen. Join me in a journey of real conversations and meaningful messages that will help you grow in your business and life so you can have the most epic version of both. If you have a big vision and are ready to shine, then grab a cuppa or a cocktail and listen in. friend how are you how's your week been i have to say this last month has been a vibe i live in regional new south wales and we've just in this last week come out of a one month lockdown and to be honest it was rough and i only had to do four weeks so to all of my friends out there in the many and vast areas of australia that are still in lockdown and have been for a while now or consistently in and out of lockdown for the last 18 months I see you, I feel you, and I love you. But I have this wonderful podcast episode that um, can fill your ears with some amazing gold from an amazing guest right now. If you're new around here, I'm Stacey Marie. I'm a digital business coach, podcaster, course creator, certified soul modes mentor, mother, cat owner, wife, friend to many, country girl at heart, and all round chick who likes to chat. I help women in business scale their businesses with social media, online courses, digital products, and podcasting with simple strategies that are easy to understand, implement, and action so you can do business and life without the mum guilt or burnout. And if you've been paying attention to what the interwebs have been saying lately, then you would know that on social media, the queen of socials is, now drum roll please, video, da, da, da. Yes, I hear the gasp in the hearts of many, as I know how keeping up with video can at times be just something that feels like hard work, but it is here to stay and we need to find ways that are easy for us to incorporate video into our content. The good news is that it's so much easier than you think it is and no way near as scary, which is why I have today's guest Katie from KT Creative, a marketing and mindset business coach here to show us how to show up with confidence on video. Katie is a video queen. Not only is she consistent, she creates high quality social videos that are engaging and fun to watch. And she does it all with two little children, one of whom is a baby, no less, with her the whole time. Now, Katie teaches other women to harness the power of video, create confidence in front of the camera and show up on socials using video consistently. She works with passion-driven consultants, creatives and coaches who have so much to give in this world, but right now are just feeling confused, tapped out and are listening way too much to their internal mean girl. I mean, who's got their hand up right now? I know I certainly have felt like that person in the past as well. Katie teaches people to confidently show up and work three key pillars that she believes are essential for business success into what they do each day. And they are marketing, mindset and money. 
In 2017, Katie started her first business in the hotel marketing industry and became really well known in her her niche. This is actually when Katie and I first met when she was working in the hotel industry. She landed lots of speaking gigs and saw six figures within her first 12 months, which is like, oh my God, such an achievement. And it was really all due to her strong reliance on her three key ingredients. Katie now has a glow and grow signature framework program, which she gets the privilege of helping all women, not just people in the hotel industry, but all women now in their businesses to do the same. And she says it's the best job ever. So grab a cuppa, pour a wine, turn the volume up, grab a blankie, whatever you need to get comfy for this chat, because it is the real deal. And I know that you're going to love it. See you on the other side. Welcome today to the podcast, Katie. So excited to have you on today and to be talking about something that is top of everybody's mind at the moment, which is video content. In real time, uh, we're recording this at the end of July. This won't be hitting everyone's ears for a few more weeks after that. But like a couple of weeks ago, we had that announcement from Instagram saying that they are now video first and it sent the kind of internet into a bit of a spin. (laughs) The update that everyone lost the plot about. (laughs) So it's super topical and, um, you know, video is definitely one of the things that I know most people that I work with or most people in my audience feel challenged with. So I'm sure everyone's going to get heaps of gold from you today. And you've been doing video for a long time, so you've got heaps to share. So I'm going to hand it over to you straight up. Can you tell everyone a little bit about you and your biz? Hi, thank you so much for having me. My name is Katie Hoken. I'm a mindset and marketing coach helping women in business glow and grow online. So the first step, I guess, that I've became known in my niche was around video marketing. So I've been doing video since 2018. So that's something that I thought I could pull on now as a strength. And this update is so so timely and it didn't really surprise me, but it surprised a lot of other people. And so working with women in business around the mindset of what's involved to show up online, especially when it comes to video Because as you just said, a lot of people do shy away from it, are fearful of it. And so if we can get past that, tools and tech are great, but it's what's going on in the mind that I love. I love working with women in the mindset and the marketing. I I say my my pillars are 80% mindset, 10% marketing and 10% money. So combine them all together and you've got my signature framework of marketing, mindset, (laughs) money. So yeah, mindset's a key player for me. Cool. And not only, you know, like, are you a incredible businesswoman, but you are a mum of two small children yeah, and juggling it all at the same time, which I just, you know, absolute hats off to you. <laughs> well, you too. Yours are just older. <laughs> hats off, but yes, I'm- I've got a three-year-old and a four-month-old. Yes. So, and, you know, I say hats off to you because my girls are in school. So I get six hours a day with the kids at school. And I just honestly, any mum with small children juggling the two deserves a medal because they're particularly with a four month old, there is no routine. (laughs) No. (laughs) 
and I'm such a routine person and I'm struggling with that right now but you just gotta you just gotta do what you can yeah cool so let's get stuck into talking about video so I'd love to know from you I mean how I film with my children around no (laughs) (laughs) we might we might put that as a tip at the end so I'm definitely I lock them in the cupboard yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) sorry Get started. Um, no, why is video, why do you believe video is so important and particularly showing up yourself in video? Okay, well, I'm not going to give you any profound knowledge. I literally started in video because I hate writing. I don't do blogs. And everyone at the yeah right hone in on your hone in on your strength and but you get intimidated by what everyone else is telling you to do and when I first started out like in 2017-18 it was like you must have a blog otherwise you don't have a business and I was like well I'm not really good with my words I don't enjoy writing it doesn't come naturally to me I've obviously improved over the years but I was like what am I good at podcasting back then was definitely a thing but it's not as popular as it is now. And I realized that turning on the camera and talking was so much easier for me than what it was to write. So that's how it kind of came about in what's your, what's your zone of creativity? Like what's something that you can do? Um, But now it's at the point where we could kind of like, you've just got that one thing and that's your hero. So lead with your hero. So my hero for me is video. Your hero for you would probably be your podcast. Everyone's got their hero. Someone else could have a hero. That's their blog. And we used to be in a time where we could just do that and that was fine. But I think now as the market gets more saturated, more competitive, there's more people doing things when different mediums come out we can't just stick in our own lane and just keep blogging and that's it. We have to, okay, this is my hero, but how can I repurpose down into IE video, written word, etc. So video for me was just a way as well, especially if you're a consultant, coach or creative of getting your audience to know about you on a much personal level. Yeah. As consultants, creatives, coaches, and service-based businesses, we can't hide behind our brands because it's people doing business with people. We're not buying a, a tangible product for you to take home. So that element of video, you can get so much across in personality. You can understand tone. You can understand absolutely everything about the person and, and form a relationship far greater with your potential audience than what you would by just showing up with words or photos still photos like what we saw a lot of Instagram was in the beginning you know there was one point where I was at a conference I was at a hotel conference down in Sydney and I had someone introduce me to someone else and they go oh you're that chick that does all the videos um and it was in that moment I thought oh wow I'm actually building something quite strong here that I wasn't even aware of and so that's when I decided to double down on it yeah cool and you know it's funny because I often I'll go to type something and I'll be like, I'm just going to go live because I can't be bothered typing <laughs> that much, that many words out. Like the labor, time. <laughs> the labor intensity for me to, to actually type out the full extent, extent of the message that I'm trying to share, it's far easier for me just to hit go live. 100%. Then, yeah. you know, and I prefer live stream because, again, if I had to, pre-record and then edit it and stuff that's even extra work so I'm just like yeah just go live man I'll just you know I can repurpose that later same with you know podcasting it's like you know if you think about the 
the time intensity to write a blog or to write long form content, which consultants and, you know, coaches and people in that space sometimes do have to, video can be a lot faster. Obviously, when you're getting started, it's a little bit, can be a bit tricky to navigate the tech and stuff. But even with like reels, and I've been telling a lot of clients lately, get started with reels. They're quick. They're like, it's only Mm. 15 to 30 seconds worth of video that you need to master. Um, It's not long form video that, Mm. you know, you can get a lot out in that 30 to 60 seconds that once you get used to creating them, you know, I did a reel the other day, it took me five minutes to create. If I'd had to go into Canva, find the template I wanted to use, edit it up and change it and make it my own and then type out the, type out my caption and then schedule it yeah. into my scheduler, it probably actually would have taken me longer than five minutes. Yeah. So, but you do have, you do have that like learning curve, obviously, you know, to get over. Yeah. Getting, getting to that level of confidence to be able to get there. And the, and the great thing about video as well is over time you learn to get to the point quicker because it's not about like when I, when I talk video showing up on video, this isn't about your 45 minute webinars getting people into your funnel. <laughs> this is about social media videos that are yeah, short, is, att- yeah. short, sharp, attention grabbing yeah. that Quick let your audience snackable. know about you. Yeah. And so yeah. when you, when you are, when you're writing, sometimes you can just get carried away and, and repeat yourself and say the same thing and write on and on and on and on. But with a video, it really, it teaches you to get to the point and get to the point quickly. I actually, all of my videos that I try to do on social media are revolved around tips. I tr- I set myself a limit, 60 seconds. One, because then I can post them on the feed without having to upload them as an IGTV. But two, it forces you to yeah. get to the point, get to the goddamn point quickly. Yeah, and <laughs> so. I, even, I even say with people in stories, if you can't say on a face-to-camera store, like sequence of stories, if you can't say what you need to say in the four frames that make up one minute, then yeah. you need to do a, a, a video like an IGTV for it because it's too long otherwise. Yeah. Like, you know, get quick. Like don't be on there and go, hey, guys. Um, I just wanted for, to pop on. I forgot <laughs> to have my breakfast. So now I'm doing this. And then six stories frames later you get to the point. Like just pick up and start talking at the point. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Don't even say, hey guys, yeah, do you know, yeah. this is, this is a, this was a mind blowing moment for me. I'm just going to add this in now. It's probably one of my tips for the end, but I'm going to drop it on you now. So never start your videos with, hey guys, unless obviously it's a live, but if you're doing a pre-recorded, hey guys, today we're going to talk about three tops for video marketing. I once saw a lady say, that's like walking into a room and there's one person sitting on the chair and you going, hi, everyone. And that one person is like, who is she talking to? It's just me. Because when you create content for social media or anything, you're meant to be talking to your one ideal human, right? So if we know that and we know that we're meant to be creating content for our one human, our one amazing ideal client human, and they're the one person watching that one video at the time in your scrolling in your feed. Why do you yeah. say, hey guys? And I was yeah, like, yeah. Oh, wow, that's a big one. And because I used to start every video with hey guys. Oh, so I, all my lives so start with that's that. been <laughs> well, lives is a bit different, it I is, guess. But is, I think if you think about that one person watching a replay, hey guys, you're like, yeah. who, who? Who is there? Someone to? behind hey. me? <laughs> 
Yeah, um, that yeah, was yeah. that. I only learned that recently, so I've I've changed that as well, and I'm continuously learning as well. There's always yeah. always room for improvement, isn't there? Yeah, and it's constantly changing and evolving so quickly. But I guess the probably the thing, and not probably one hundred percent, the thing that probably I would say it's an, the first objection out of people's mouths when I start saying, "Okay, we've done your strategy, we've looked at content planning. Now let's talk about video." Is I don't want to be on camera. Why don't you want to be in camera? I'm too shy. I'm too nervous. Why do people want to hear me talk? Like all those things that start coming out, mm. you know, all the things that people say yeah. about those limit, you know, those challenges, those fears, those limiting beliefs um, around being on camera. So what are your tips around that? So I'm always going to have two angles. So the first angle is the mindset. So I want you to ask yourself, if you're saying you're nervous and you're shy, what is it really? What is it? What is, what is the real issue here? I'm worried of what people will think of me. I don't know how to be me on camera. I have fear of judgment. What will my friends and family think? Imposter syndrome. I'm not, who am I to be talking about this stuff? That's usually the underlining limiting beliefs around I'm nervous and shy there's something external going on. So then what's the key thought you're telling yourself as to why this is happening? So a big one, especially that I see in women is I'm not experienced enough. Who am I to be talking about this? The imposter syndrome. Yeah. Fear of judgment. Okay. Why? Oh, because I really don't feel like I'm experienced enough to talk about this. So if you were to write down on a piece of paper, I am not experienced enough and stare at it, And then ask yourself, is that true? Is that really true? If you got really honest with yourself and got out of your own way and you wrote down that I am not experienced enough on a piece of paper and stared at it, could you genuinely look at that piece of paper and say, yes, it's true? Where did you get the belief from? Where was it borrowed from? Is it somewhere in the past where someone's told you that you've not been good enough? It's just a silly side hustle. Who are you to be starting a business? And so when we start to get to understand the thoughts that we're having that are, that are driving that I'm, I'm shy and nervous, it's probably not that. It's a limiting belief here. And I'm not going to go in and do a whole mindset course with you guys now because it's a podcast, but the very first thing is awareness, awareness of the horrible thoughts that you're saying about yourself. Yeah. And when you write it down on paper, it's a really, just a really wow moment to think, would you say that to your other business bestie? Like if you, if Stacey, if you said to me right now, I'm not experienced enough to do this, I would be like, bullshit girl, you're amazing. So would the the language that you're using in your own head, would you say that to your business bestie? No way. Absolutely. Most people wouldn't. No way. Yeah. So then why are you saying it to yourself? So that's like the mindset shift around what's actually going on, getting it out on paper, recognizing that just because you have the thought doesn't mean you have to believe it. We can learn to separate ourselves from the mind. We have the mind, we have our thought. We think we are our mind, but we're not. We can separate ourselves from our thoughts. And that's a that's a really, just that in itself is a really empowering, oh my God, moment for a lot of people to go, do you know what? 
I don't have to believe this. This is a borrowed belief from somewhere else and I don't have to believe it. So then the next step is, okay, you've started to realize that you have this thought, you don't believe it. How do we then get over it? Great work, Katie. I've got this. Now what? And so this is where we go into the the tactical strategy marketing side of things. And this is why I love mindset marketing together, even when it comes to showing up on video, because then the next step is to go through what are the practical things. So the only way you can overcome fear or a feeling of limiting beliefs is to get into action towards it. And so a great way to kind of get over that nerves is I I love alliteration. So my thing is prepare, practice and post. So if we're talking practical tips now, which I know everyone loves, we've done the mindset work. So prepare, that's understanding your strategy, knowing who you're talking to and thinking about what you're going to say and actually writing it out. Write the script out word for word, exactly what you're going to say. And some people disagree with this, but I don't. I'm all for writing out your script. No, I don't, I, I don't disagree at all. Like, because, you know, even with some of my podcast episodes, like all my intros for all of my guests, I type them out first. Yeah. And my solo episodes, unless it's something that's just so like some, every now and again, I will just hit record and I'll just talk. And often that there's definitely lots of magic that can come from that. And I'm not not saying in any way, shape or form that you should always script. I'm so someone that can go off script really easily. Like I go live without script all the time. But did you do that in the very beginning? Oh God, no. But I still to this day will type out a podcast episode because if I've got specific things that I want to make sure that I cover in a specific order and in a specific way, you don't I always I will type it out because I will lose track and I won't cover 100%. it off. So yeah. I still, even as someone who can go ad lib, who can go live without a script and mm. who can do that, I still need to prepare. Like I'm still someone that needs to do that. So if you're new at this, even like 10 times more so you need to do that. Yes. And that's the point. Like, so you might be comparing yourself to people who have been showing, I've been showing up on video since 2018. You've been showing up since, how long have you been in business? Yeah, same since, year, 2018. Yes. Yeah. So of, you can't compare your first video to our a thousandth. And so prepare what you're going to say. And then the other thing is practice it. Like I still, if I follow my schedule, just every now and again, like I might take a break today, 10 minutes, I open up my Asana board and I just say it. I just say the words, practice it, practice it, practice it practice it. So I don't stumble on my words. And also the really interesting thing is when you say something in your head versus when it comes out your mouth, it's so different. So you've got to practice. And then the last P is post. So you've done the work, you've done the mindset work, you've prepared your script, you've talked, you've done it, just post the damn thing. I think so often you might get oh, I did this, I looked away, I fumbled on that word, I stuffed up that sentence and I didn't want to say this point and I said that point, just post it. Because once you do that first post and you realise that the internet doesn't break and people aren't going to message you saying that was a shit video because it's not that kind of community, you know what I mean? Yeah. So you've just got to post it. Yeah, for sure. And look, if there's a little stuff up, half the time no one else can tell. It's only, only you yes. that can tell because you're so critical of yourself. It's like when you make dinner 
and you're sitting there going, oh, there's too much salt in this or there's too much this ingredient and everyone else just thinks it's the most freaking delicious thing they've ever eaten. Yeah. So yeah. it's the same with your video. No one else can usually tell if you've made a mistake. Mm. You're the only one worrying yourself about it. And then even with live streams, I've had live streams where my children have literally interrupted me and I've just had to go, hang on a minute, I'm just going to mute myself. <laughs> push the child away <laughs> and then jump back on live and then yeah. get back on and you know and then be like oh sorry guys but oh well that's life you're all mums too so you yeah. get it you know and to be honest and this ties in perfectly to showing up as yourself right it just in it's I find it endearing and most other people do like mm. if you can make a mistake and own it and you know make it just a fact of what happens then it's a little bit of an insight into who you are and mm. you know and you don't have to that. apologize it like uh, sometimes when you see the videos oh hi guys oh sorry my hair's a mess oh sorry I'm looking tired oh sorry about the back stop saying sorry people yeah. just get on with that because like you just <laughs> said most of the time the person isn't even aware of it now you have made them aware of it yeah yeah, yeah. Totally. So, um, yeah, I don't think you should. And look, like you said, is it is it re- is it really a fumble? Is it really a mistake? Like it's just the way it was, you know. Mm-hmm. Post it. No one else is going to be able to tell half the time. And you know, on, onwards and upwards, you learn from doing. Sometimes, and I think video is definitely one of the things where you know sometimes people say, "Oh, I need to get motivated. I need to get inspired." And I'm like, sometimes the only way to get inspired is to take mm. action, and the action mm. inspires you. And I think video is definitely one of those things because there is a learning curve, and 100%. if you don't mm. start the curve, <laughs> you're mm. never going to. Yeah come over the top of that mountain yeah. sort of thing, you know. Um, and so much of the mindset work around fear of judgment, imposter, I don't know what to post about, I don't know what to do. The mindset work is actually the strategy. The mindset yeah. work is actually just taking one baby step towards it, yeah. one one step at a time, one video at a time. <laughs> yeah. And, look, I think, you know, if you wanted to even compare it to, let's say, you had a PAYE job or we can all look back to a job we've had for somebody else before, there's always elements of your job or what you do that may not necessarily be things that you love, but they're things that you have to do to complete the, you know, task requirements of the job it is that you're doing. Marketing is part of owning a business. If you don't market your business, then you don't really have one and you're not making sales most of the time. So if video is part of what you have to do, it may be uncomfortable, but it's really just one of those things that you have to learn and get better at, just like if you had a job for someone else and they asked you to learn something you didn't know how to do. Mm, yeah. If you can think about it like that, you know, it's because there's so many things in our business life. We're not going to love everything. I hate doing my tax. I hate doing my books. Like I hate stuff like that. You know, Mm. so, but it's one of those things you have to do. And, you know, video is something you can overcome. It's just one of those marketing activities that now with video first content, particularly Mm. on social media, Mm. it's it's one of those things. It's just a task that you, you just apply yourself and eventually you get better. 
Mm, and it's a fabulous way to connect with your ideal clients. Oh, 100%. Yeah. So yeah. let's talk a bit about, if we're talking about practicality, tech and equipment, mm. people often think that you need to have fancy tech. And let's remember, like, we're talking specifically about social media videos. So we're not talking about polished, videographer-grade, brand videos or anything that we're talking about you creating. We're talking about yeah. social media video. What's the sort of tech and equipment you think people need to get started? Well, most people have a laptop these days. And so the laptop will have a camera and most of the cameras in the laptops are pretty good because like some, so I'm definitely not the type of person to preach. You don't need anything. You can just use your phone because I mean, and you can get started with your phone, especially if you're doing lives. But when we're talking about those videos that you're going to pre-record and posted on social media, I think once upon a time you could say that, or if you're very influential, you know, if you're the Gary V's of the world, quality doesn't even matter because people will listen to what you've got to say. But if you're just, if you don't have that influence yet, you do need to focus a little bit on the quality to make sure that you are getting noticed because it is such a competitive space now to make quality yeah. content. And if the person is scrolling through Instagram, it's the quality and the visual aspect that are going to stop and make people listen compared to a little shaky one where it's shaking and the phone's moving and it's a yeah. bit blurry and the sound's a bit crackly, right? So I'm definitely, I'm not one of these people that's like, oh, you don't need anything to get started because I think we're past that. You kind of do need a little bit of quality to get started. But it's not going and getting a studio. I mean, I I've still got the same camera now, the the Logi the Logitech um, camera that's external, and I think that's like about ninety nine dollars from from JB. And then I've got a Snowball mic, which is one of the cheaper ones, and so and lighting as well. So if you've got a window and you can get great natural lighting, fair enough. But you know, you can get ring lights on Amazon as much as you know, there's a really good one for $30. So put that together. That's about um, $230 to get started in the, in the equipment side. And that's just using kind of really entry level stuff. It's really not that expensive when you think about, you can use that over and over and over and over and over again to, to keep on recording your videos. Um, and so I think in that tech space, camera because it's going to be a quality picture of you and your and your mic people want to be able to hear it clearly and lighting would be the top three as a minimum to kind of get started with yeah and if you need to be mobile and use your phone so if you're not going to be filming something like yourself at a camera with a backdrop or something like that and you do need Mm. to be mobile you can get tripods for your phone that keep your phone steady and you can get you know like mics that will attach, you know, little, 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 like little lavalier mics yeah. or whatever they're called that you can attach into your phone as well. So, um, you know, it depends obviously on your own strategy and your own business, but I, I 100% agree that lighting, um, sound and um, your camera are the mm. three things that you need yeah, to, to get started to with. At. Yeah. And Amazon's great for you, like you put in there, they've even got these, so if you're walking with your phone, they've just got the board. So the board is kind of like about 30 centimetres and you put your phone in the middle and just because you've got a bigger space to grab onto, it doesn't shake as much. 
Yeah, so you're yeah. not actually just holding, but you're still holding it, but you're holding the board. So yes. there's so many cool different ways to do things. Um, yeah, like you said, it depends on the style and what you're doing. I think because I predominantly work with that service-based yeah, 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 consultants, coaches, and creatives who are more sitting and delivering some kind of value rather yeah. than like this is my life. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. And um, the other sort of tip I normally give people too is um, like look at your backdrop. So, like for me, I just have like big time something that mm. I bought. It's really cheap that I get. It's like a wall tapestry that I just clip onto the wall behind me. The mm. wall's pretty ugly. And I know you've like, didn't you do something in your garage and set yourself up like a little section or something? So you had yes, somewhere. Yeah, I sure did. So we moved into a townhouse and didn't have room for me to do any of this. And I said, we've got to convert the garage, like non-negotiable. I need a space to do this. And so it's working with what you've got. Like I could have made every excuse not to, oh, well, I don't have anywhere to film, but it's just like, Work with what you got. How can we make this happen? So yeah. I am totally set up in my garage. Yeah. I just did a reel about that recently. It's quite funny. <laughs> yeah. And like if you've got a study, it's not hard just to buy a few little, like Kmart's so cheap to get like mm. cool little trinkets and stuff, just to buy a few little things so that when you do a video, you've got a nice little backdrop behind you. Or, yeah. you know, if you need to be someone who needs a portable backdrop, there's people that do those you know, ones, I don't even know what they're called, but, you know, like the ones on a stand. The, the pull-ups. Yeah. yeah, yeah, like that, which yeah. can be portable if you need it. So there's plenty of things around. you just got to be creative around, you know, where where to look and where to find those mm. things because um, you don't, I, I agree, you don't need to pay top dollar. There's plenty of good entry-level stuff, but it does mm. 100% help you to invest a little bit on a few core things initially mm. to get started and it's sure. like like guys this is your business like yes it's a business this is, your, this is your business like yeah. show, like how would you want your clients to see you and yes we talked about before about the realness of kids and stuff like that and yeah okay there might be a bit of mess in the background but if we can avoid that and show up in a, in the way that we want to be perceived with also a little bit of realness as well it's like the perfect blend so if you're making excuses I don't have a backdrop I don't have the lighting I don't have the camera I think yeah it's just that it's just excuses to to not show up in your business because at the end of the day it's not that hard like there's so many lighting and camera and video options and backdrops like we've just listed about five now yeah to get started yeah for sure so Okay, so we've talked about, you know, getting over the shyness or the nervousness or those limiting beliefs that are stopping you from getting in front of the camera. We've talked about tech and equipment. The next thing would be people want to know, all right, so how do I really engage and, you know, ultimately use this to convert someone into a lead or a client? So what would you say are like three of your best hacks around that with video? So... There's there's five styles that kind of work really well that are perfect for when you're just getting started. Um, if I was to pick out the three of them, one that's easy for you to do because it's actually quite easy to talk about yourself is to share your why. Why are you in business? What kind of community do you want to build? By talking about we find it quite easy to talk about ourselves. Well, most people do. 
Um, so that's a great way if you've never done any video before, your very first one just to, to share your why and maybe how you got into business. The second one would be tips, how to, yeah. three things, how I went from X to Y, um, the best three things you need to do, all of those how to and tips. If you are going to do them, limit it to three tips and make them really short and punchy, really punchy things that that your audience can implement ASAP. So we're not talking about delivering groundbreaking transform transformational stuff in social media. That comes later down the funnel with your webinars or your courses or your one-on-ones yeah. or your actual service. Um, even if you're like a graphic designer, it's like, what are those really simple hacks that your client goes, oh my God. And please remember that the stuff that you find common sense or a no-brainer, some of your clients think it's absolutely mind-blowing knowledge. And oh, sometimes I, I think we forget, we forget to give ourselves yeah. credit. Totally. And then the third one would be authority posts, video posts. And so this isn't about having tickets on yourself and being like, I'm the expert and hear all my credentials and look at all the things that I've done because no one likes that. <laughs> A lot of the people who we work with are like, ill. that's gross. It's more how can we share a story? So in all of these examples, so sharing your why and not the tips actually, but sharing your why and authority videos, it's about sharing a story of where you've come from to where you are now, but making sure that story is so, so, so relevant to your clients' pain points. So if I was to do this right now, there are so many different challenges I could potentially do a video of what I've overcome about challenges with my relationships, challenge with working with kids, challenge of working with my kids, challenge around mum's life, challenge around money, challenges around business systems and setups and challenges around staff. But it would make so much more sense if I want to connect in with my ideal audience about showing up on video, how I overcame the challenge of turning on the camera. Yeah. So I hope that gives your your listeners a really good example of whenever you're thinking about this authority post, how I came from X to Y, make sure you're honing in on what your ideal client is going through right now, how yeah. you were in the exact same situation as them and then you overcame it. So they're kind of three out of the top five that kind of really talk well to you telling a story, which is easy to do, or delivering tips and um, positioning yourself as an authority or a thought leader or the go-to person for your client to be like, oh, my God, like, yeah, I'm really resonating with what she's yeah. saying because that's exactly where I am right now. And I think one of the things that you touched on first there was, you know, we're, we're not delivering the groundbreaking stuff on social media. No, no. Like that for later on in your funnel. That's for what you do one-on-one. That's for what you do intimately or in a group coaching program or something like that. Social media is that absolute micro top of your funnel. We are not delivering like the full-on stuff. You're not getting meaty, nitty-gritty in there. You are just delivering that very top-level stuff because people go, yes, that's right. I do struggle with showing up on video. Okay, cool. How do I find out more about that? Mm. Mm. you know mm. and yes there is you know different strategies for doing like webinar style stuff on live stream and I do things like that but 
if you're talking about just your general feed social media videos, it is, like you said, something that can be done in 60 seconds. This is top level stuff. Mm, yeah. Yeah. And, and that's what's interesting. That was kind of a game changer thing for me, especially for service-based businesses was how do we take the intangible tangible? Yeah. So how do I take, if I was going to do a video on how to overcome mindset problems on showing up, I'm not going to do a video that delves into the mechanics of the brain and your limiting your beliefs and how you're pre-programmed from everything that you were basically consumed <laughs> from when you were a kid. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> hey, like, I'm gone. You know what I mean? Yeah. Even though that's the truth, how do I think of my ideal client in the moment on the other side of her computer going, holy I'm, I don't know what to, what am I actually doing here? The tangible tips are the three P's, write out your script, practice it, get your lighting, get your microphone. It's like taking that intangible, tangible, and that's the stuff that you're delivering on front value because people resonate with that. They go, yes, I need to know what equipment I need. I need to know what lighting I need. And then when you get them behind the scenes, you realize it's a shitload of mindset work <laughs> that they need to get over because, yeah. you know, they got bullied in school or they got told that they weren't good enough or their partner's not supportive of their business. You know, all of a sudden, all the can like, it's like opening a box of, oh, wow, yeah. this is what's actually going on. But I'm not going to talk about that on the front yeah. end, am I? Yeah. And, you know, too deep. <laughs> oh, it is too deep. And like you yeah. said, we can often get stuck in, you know, our own industry lingo. We get so like blinkers on with our own business thinking that, you know, these basic things are so not interesting to people or not important mm. to our ideal client when they totally are. Like I think I did a real, it was like so simple. It was just like a really quick reel I created on how to use the text function on Instagram stories because someone had asked me in a like a coaching group that I was in. And so I was doing this screen share recording on my phone to show her where to find all the little bits of text and stuff for Instagram stories. And I thought, I'll just make a reel and post it. So I did that and then sent her the link to the reel. And she's like, oh, that's, and oh my God, the amount of people that were like, this is the best thing ever. And mm. I'm like, did you guys not know how to use the text on mm. your stories? But mm. again, this is me going, oh, yeah, well, everyone knows where to find the text on their stories. But there's people out there that don't know how to do it. They, they don't, don't know how to make yeah. it bigger and smaller. They don't know how to find different font and, you know, all that stuff. So just because it sounds simple to you doesn't mean it's simple to your ideal client. Remember, you're yeah. the expert. They're not. Yeah. 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 Big, 100%. And a, a thing that I do, like, inside um, my course, like, so not the video, like the step past that glow and grow is around when you're creating your content strategy, I actually get them to survey their audience because yeah. you can sit there and think you know what your audience want, but unless you actually ask them. And then that overcomes that huge mindset block of I don't know what to post about. What do my audience want from me? It's like, that's okay. We can get around that. We've got tools and tips to get around that. Let's ask people yeah. what they want. Yeah. And so even just doing a, even, um, you know, that's a bit old school survey, but I just love getting the meaty information out of it. You could do a, um, a story with a poll. Do you yeah. want me to post about this or this? Do you want me to yeah. post about this? Like constantly ask your audience, what do they want from you? Um, which I think a lot of people don't do. They just kind of think or maybe I should post about this or maybe I should do that and they're just kind of making it up as they go rather than polling and actually finding out. So I literally, perfect example of this, I just released 
oh, this sounds like a plug now, but no, I'm trying to tie it back into how I work. I just released my lead magnet, which is, so if a lead magnet is something, see, we're doing it again. The lead lead (laughs) magnet is something that you put your email in, in return, I give you value. So, and that was on um, video. So showing up on video client winning scripts. And the reason I chose that is because I polled my audience about five different times on LinkedIn and Instagram where I said, would you prefer to to learn how to do this or how to do this? And then I did it again and then I did it again and I worded it in different ways and some was just a picture and a poll and then others was me talking um, with the poll and then over on LinkedIn you can do polls. And to be honest, it was almost 50-50, but the other one won by just slightly bit. So I was like, cool, I'll create that. So I didn't just create that out of me going, I'm like, I had an idea and I thought, you know what, before I waste time creating this, let's go and validate it. Yeah, for sure. I just did some polls this week on my Instagram. Um, and it it, honestly, like Instagram polls are so simple because all people have to do is click one or the other. They don't have to download a link or put in their name or anything like that. Like they just go this or that, you know, it's so simple and it's true. Like, you know, I, again, I I wasn't surprised by the results from the poll, um, yeah, the polls necessarily, yeah. but there was there was definitely one. I did three separate ones, and there was one I thought was going to go the other way, um, and it didn't. And it didn't. And it was like, mm. well, I'm I'm glad that I did that poll then because you know people's needs change, your audience needs change as well, mm. and what they need from you can change. So it's always good to keep checking in with them. Definitely. definitely. So. Have you got any last words for everybody today? You can do it. (laughs) You can do it. You can do it. You have totally got it. It's, I, so often we think about the end goal. So I can anticipate the people who are listening to this. They're all, go get them, here to do big things. You know, they they want to show up, they want to serve, they over-deliver, they, they're really incredible humans that want to do good in the community and everything that they've created for themselves. But they're listening way too much to their internal mean girl that's yes. stopping them from reaching those levels that they want. And so instead of thinking that of that massive end goal of that business that you want and all the abundance that comes with it and how will I ever get there? It's just every single 1% counts. Yep. Um, you know, it's about just doing that first story, just posting that first reel, just, it's just one step in front of the other. And so that's always, that's always my, thing to everyone is to get into inspired action towards whatever it is that the fear is that you're having. The only way to overcome fear is to step in the direction towards it. Non-negotiable. Positive thinking is um, great, but it's bullshit and it doesn't work unless it's paired with action, you know, and that's coming from a mindset coach. And I'm into all the positive thinking and affirmations and dream boarding. I do it all. You should see my place, but it's backed up with inspired action. And so that's my final words to you is one step in front of the other and every single one percent counts like I'm sure you now having a podcast it just didn't happen overnight it was incremental steps that you were like didn't 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 and and now look at where you are like yeah yeah, and if I go from go to woe in 24 hours 
Absolutely no not. Does. No way. No and one does. If I look back to my first episode, I re-recorded that three times. Exactly. I re-recorded yeah. it and edited it three times. I think the first few solo episodes, I re- definitely re-recorded them more than once. And it took me a while to be able to do any episodes where I just had dot points. Like, you know, and like I said, and I still to this day still write out some of my episodes in, in pretty much in entirety, mm. but I do some where it's really embedded knowledge. I just do dot, dot points because I know what I'm going to talk about. But um, that took a while for me to do that. Like I had that was, conti- like you said, you know, continual inspired action moving towards that goal um, mm. to make that happen. You know, I certainly don't re-record episodes anymore, <laughs> but I in the beginning I did yeah. for sure. Mm. For yeah. sure. So yeah. where can people find you on the internet so they can on hang the, out with you more? Intimate webs, come over and find me on the gram, um, KT, so the letter K-T, then dot creative, KT creative or Katie Hoken. You can find me over there. And the other channel I use is LinkedIn. Not too sure how many people are over there. It's slowly getting more attraction, but Katie Hoken. And, um, of course, my internet, um, my, internet my website, ktcreative.com.au. <laughs> Cool. Well, obviously all the links that will be on the show notes for today's episode. So thank you so much, Katie, for jumping on today, for juggling it in around your children, your beautiful children. Um, Are they at home? If they are, they've been very good. So yes, mum is here at the moment. I said, I need you Thursday for a (laughs) couple of hours to help look after. So I, I am very grateful that I have an extremely supportive community around me of family who support me in every step towards my business to helping look after the kids when I've got to do things like this so yeah it's see that's what I mean things don't these things don't happen by chance you have a podcast you ring mum you get mum to come and help you otherwise there's a child in the calendar Mm -hmm. on your lap Mm -hmm. definitely (laughs) all right love well thank you so much for being here today lovely to chat bye Thanks for listening to the Social Hub Podcast. You can find the show notes for today's episode over at all the W's, the socialhubau.com forward slash podcast. And if you want to join me in my community and continue the conversation, jump over to Facebook and join the Social Media 101 Facebook group. Until then, stay classy.